Barack Obama's gay sex fantasy confession is revealed in an unredacted letter to X. I make love to men daily in the imagination. Former President Barack Obama's gay sex fantasy has been revealed in a newly redacted 1982 letter to his ex-girlfriend. Which I don't know why you would even, like, tell your girlfriend about this fantasy. Seems kind of odd to me. Obama, then 21, wrote to Alex McNear in November 1982, with whom he had been in a relationship during his time at Occidental College in L.A. He delved into the topic of homosexuality and confessed that he loves making love to men daily, but in the imagination. According to the previously redacted portion of the letter, which was obtained by the New York Post, Obama described homosexuality as a way to detach from the present and potentially evade the recurring theatrics of earthly existence. In regard to homosexuality, I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present, a refusal perhaps to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. And you tell your girlfriend at the time that you constantly think about doing this? That's interesting. He admitted to a daily intellectual connection with men, but claims it was solely within the realms of imagination. You see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination, he said in the letter reported by the Post. The letter, over 40 years old, was addressed to a former girlfriend and has resurfaced due to the extensive interview conducted by biographer David Garrow. Obama explored the concept of an androgynous mindset expressing his desire for a perspective that encompasses people as a whole, rather than segregating them into gender categories. My mind is androgynous to a great extent, and I hope to make it more so until I can think in terms of people, not women as opposed to men, he said. Hmm. Despite these confessions, Obama admitted in the letter that he has accepted his identity as a male and chooses to live by it. But in returning to the body, I see that I have been made a man and physically in life, I choose to accept that contingency, he added. When their relationship had concluded, McNear chose to redact the more explicit sections of the letter, but she did explain that Obama had detailed same-sex longings. However, Pulitzer Prize-winning historian Garrow managed to locate and incorporate these passages in his biography titled Rising Star. The letter is currently held by Emory University, which does not allow its photography or removal, but Harvey Clare, a friend of Garrow, was able to transcribe the redacted segments by hand and share them with the author. Clare provided the concealed section of the letter to the Post for publication, and Obama, now father too, has been in matrimony with his wife, Michelle, since 1992, and has also come out in the past against homosexual marriage. In 2004, Obama declared, I don't think marriage is a civil right, and said he believed that homosexuality is not a choice. He changed his view while in the White House and helped celebrate the federal legalization of same-sex marriage in 2015. In response to the revealed contents of the letter, Gare asserted that there was nothing atypical about Obama's sexual fantasies during his youthful years. Addressing the matter, Gare said, As a historian and not a psychologist, I observed that it is well known 
that a significant majority of individuals have their share of sexual fantasies. Gare, who years ago revealed Obama's alleged gay fantasies, has labeled the former president as insecure as Trump and says he is too lazy to serve on the Supreme Court in a bombshell interview earlier this month. Sitting down for a lengthy Q&A with Tablet on August 2nd, historian David Guerra also renewed claims Obama's first memoir was fabricated, slimming it as fictionalized in an attempt at inventing a racial identity struggle that never happened. Previously in the 1078-page biography of Rising Star, or 1078-page biography of Rising Star, The Making of Barack Obama, Guerra unmasked how a young Obama considered a gay relationship while at college and cheated on Michelle with his ex during their first year of dating. It also revealed how the ex-head of state has made a career from speaking engagements in several book deals, once called America a racist society in an unpublished manuscript from his days at Harvard Law. And already aired for some six years, Garo 70 addressed many of these revelations in the 16,000-word interview, while also offering some new insight on the man commonly thought to be the Democratic Party's most influential figure. He has no interest in building the Democratic Party as an institution, he told Tablet. I think that's obvious. I don't think he has any truly deep, meaningful policy commitments other than the need to feel and to be perceived as victorious as triumphant, he said of the two-term president who was succeeded by Trump in 2016. He added, I've sometimes said to people that I think Barack is actually just as insecure as Trump, but in ways that are not readily perceived by the vast majority of people. And, like, here's the thing, right? In terms of, like, a character, in terms of, like, people, right? Cheating on your girlfriend within, like, a month of dating with your ex, that doesn't really look good. Let's check out some of these uh, comments. Is anyone surprised? A brutal reminder that relationships can sometimes move on and there is still ammunition left behind. Agreed. My mother once told me to never write anything in a letter to anyone that you would not want published in the newspaper because once it's out of your hands, you no longer control it. Interesting. Feel free to give your thoughts on this. I just thought this was kind of interesting. But also what's kind of like interesting too is like... Obama has made like a disgusting amount of money from speaking engagements. And Obama's not the only one, right? Presidents have made disgusting amounts of money from speaking engagements. So like let's put it right here. Former presidents earnings from speaking engagements. It's just absurd. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. So, Bill Clinton, 750000 So, former President Bill Clinton has made the most of any modern president on the speaking circuit. He also earned seven hundred fifty k for a single speech in Hong Kong. Barack Obama, four hundred k Less than a year after leaving office, former President Barack Obama came under fire from fellow Democrats when it was revealed he was being paid $1.2 million for three separate speeches to Wall Street groups. That's 400 k per speech. And it's apparently that 400 k is 
the standard fee for Obama. George W. Bush, 175k. Jimmy Carter, 50k. You know the Clintons, disgusting amounts of money as well. It's kind of funny, right? Because it's like imagine, kind of imagine someone doing almost the equivalent of like doing like a YouTube video and they getting like 500k, 400k. Like that's pretty crazy when you really think about it. You know, it's it's. It's just hilarious. But, uh, yeah, feel free to give your thoughts. I just think the whole, like, speaking engagement thing, arrangement thing is filthy. Like, any president that earns money like this, any politician that earns money like this, dirty. Dirty.